you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. about Mike White. That's the legend in the making. Playing on Thursday Night Football against the Colts, by the yeah. way. We've got highlights up this hour. Everything you need all morning long right here on Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Happy November. Say good morning, everybody, to Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, myself, Kay Adams, and Mr. Sean O'Hara morning. all here. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Sure. Some breaking, developing news here at NFL Network. We'll hit Ian Rappaport up on Derrick Henry. But first, what had happened last night with Cooper Rush? These backups, wow. See, what had happened was it was hero backup quarterback week. You didn't know that. That was last week was tight ends. This is hero backup quarterbacks. What I mean is Dak Prescott did not go for the Cowboys. So enter Cooper Rush, 2017 undrafted out of Central Michigan. Cowboys 20 to 16, most importantly, 6 and 1. And imagine the biggest interview in the world. Cooper Rush, who gets it? You damn right it's Tom Pelissero. Take it away, Tom. Cooper, your first NFL start on the road. You lead a game-winning touchdown drive. Take me through this experience for you. Doesn't feel real yet. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of emotions, a lot of years of hard work. You know, started Coop, kind of lucky on the sideline there. Coop makes a bobbling catch to get it going. Uh, and then we were able to capitalize. And Zeke did his thing on the third down. And uh, incredible win. Whole team battled, played tough. And uh, we were able to pull it out. That was an NFC showdown. This was an NFC shootout. Baby, oh baby. Let's get down to New Orleans where Devin White grabs the jersey of Jameis Winston. Winston's knee is hurt. We'll have updates in a moment from Ian Rappaport, but Trevor Simeon comes in off the bench. We get down to 144. A field goal, they have a lead. But it's just two points, and Tom Brady is the man. Tom versus time? For the moment. That's a great call, Sean. 136. Brady. Intercepted! Intercepted! You slide, nah, house it. That's PJ Williams and no Kyle. He says, I'm not gonna make me this to doubt. I'm putting this in there. It's a two-score game. You don't beat us here. Touchdown. They win by two scores. They beat Tom Brady. They do it with Trevor Simeon in since the second quarter. I said it earlier. 
They're 11 and two in underdogs, and this team does things that are just incredible when the odds are against them. They acquired Mark Ingram earlier in the season. Mark Ingram joins Alvin Kamara. How about a little post-game press conference like the old days? Yay! Shout out to my dog PJ right here yeah. with the pick six shawty. Looking like your daddy, boy. Boy, been studying tape, but a little delay on the hip, yeah, you know, yeah. tiptoe to the pylon for the finisher. Shout out to my dog. Running that rock toe in that pill, he's been studying tape clearly. They really are the best. This is not, though. As we're watching the Derrick Henry news, this was in the game yesterday. He had his shoe off, walking on the sideline. We're awaiting results of an MRI that rap sheet is all over. Stay tuned in NFL Network. We'll report on that as soon as we have it. 34-31, all kinds of unpack in this one, including a ton of carries for Derrick Henry, who is now at the center of the NFL news circuit. 34-31 Titans, though. We started that highlight with Derrick Henry on the sideline. Of course, Kyle, let's get an update as you welcome in Ian Ravenport to the show. Good morning to you, Ian. Breaking news out of Tennessee with the superstar running back Derrick Henry. It looked like an injury. Is it significant, and what is the latest? It is a significant injury, but they do not know the full extent of Derrick Henry's foot injury. The belief is that he broke the fifth metatarsal, a Jones fracture, which would mean he's out about eight weeks, maybe a little more. If you do the math, you look at calendars, this would bring Derrick Henry back around January and Tennessee Titans make the playoffs. If everything goes perfectly well, there is at least a chance that he is able to play. That's the good news. What we do not know is what the MRI later today is going to show. Could it show more damage? Surgery likely would be coming to insert a screw into the foot. That's generally the case here, but we do not know for sure. The Titans are going to learn a lot about Derrick Henry's future after this MRI today. Either way, he is going to be out several weeks, but we do not know uh, right now if he has a chance to return this season. Meanwhile, better news for Dak Prescott. Uh, after the game, he was spotted chasing down Cooper Rush to celebrate. That's a good sign. His calf is doing well. Wasn't good enough to play in the game yesterday. And the thought going in was that if there was any concern at all, any hurt, any injury, any risk, he was not going to play. The Cowboys were true to their word. That was the case. He did not play, but he was very close. Should practice Wednesday, and they believe it will be just a one-week absence. Different situation for Jameis Winston, the starting quarterback for the Saints. He is expected to be out for the season with a torn ACL and an injury to his MCL. Maybe the last thing we will see of Jameis this year is not just this hit right here, which knocks him down a nasty horse collar uh, to basically end his season, but him dancing in the locker room with a crutch, knowing his season is over, still celebrating an incredible win with his teammates. Brutal for Jameis and for the Saints and for Trevor Simeon. They will now be a defensive base team and uh, try to soldier on. All right, we appreciate the updates. We'll have you on the entire show. Uh, I'm going to play a little case Stradamus here. We have a great Good Morning Football coming up. I think these following things are going to happen. Obviously waiting for results on Derrick Henry. Jeremy McNichols, Peter talked about it, the only running back who's gotten the ball this year outside of Derrick Henry, and he has a measly seven carries on the season. Our thoughts? It's a terrible loss for a team that right now, if the playoffs were tomorrow, they'd be the number one seed in the AFC. They've got a better record because of head-to-head -head and interdivisional and interconference than the Ravens, than the Bills, than, of course, the teams that have lost yesterday, like the Bengals. So I, I look at it from a pure stand. Like, this is a major, because he's not a replaceable player. There's no player in the league. You can't go on the waiver wire and sign Frank Gore or Todd Gurley and say, okay, well, we replaced him. You can't trade for a running back that is going to be Derrick Henry. He is a unicorn in this league so that's the negative the positive is they're doing an MRI today we're gonna find out more 
And if you can just hold serve and get enough done, the timeline works that he will be back for January. They say it's eight weeks. Eight weeks takes you to week 16. Yeah. Playoffs are weeks 18 to weeks 23. Like, can you hang in there? Can you get enough? Can you win four? Can you go four and four without him? Can you go three and five and hang in there and be a wild card team? Like, I think it's that big a loss where asking them to, to go with a winning record from here on out is, is asking a lot. If anything, I'm amazed at Derrick Henry because I watched his entire game. It was on my flight yesterday. I'm watching it. Sure. He went back in the game. He played with that broken foot yesterday. Yeah. He went back in the game, and I'm not sure if he re-injured it, if that's what it was. But this guy took the shoe off, put it back on, went in. He's one of the toughest players, one of the strongest. He's also one of those hardest players to replace. I hate being doomsday, but there is a silver lining that he might return if they can just get to the playoffs. But don't underestimate how big a loss this is. Mm-hmm. Jeremy McNichols can't do mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Derrick Henry does. It's impossible to replace him from a production standpoint and from an identity standpoint. We're talking about an MVP candidate of the league, so it's not just a blow for the Titans. It's a blow for the NFL. And I think when you look at what Derrick Henry brings to the identity of the Tennessee Titans offense, it's absolutely the physical factor. He reminds me of a running back I blocked for him, Brandon Jacobs. And Brandon would take over games. By the time the second half rolled around, nobody wanted a piece of him. That's Derrick Henry. Now, I will say this. If you're going to break a bone in your foot, this is the one to do. The fifth I, metatarsal? You yes, know the this? Jones fracture. It's, it's a very well-known foot injury in football and sports. If you're going to have one, this is the one to do it because you can't come back from it. And basically, they put a screw in it. It's the outside bone on your foot. They put a little tiny screw in it. And once that thing heals and they take the screw out, you can come back and play. I will mm. say this. From running backs, foot injuries always kind of concern you. But for Derrick Henry, there's a chance, if that's what it is, he could come back and be in, mm-hmm. you know, be okay for the playoffs, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a huge blow for Mike Vrabel and the Titans who mm-hmm. are on, on a roll. I, I'm encouraged by Ian's report, actually. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you're reading or seeing, you're probably out for the season, out for the season. No, hold on. Like, Ian's saying that we could get this guy out of the bullpen in time for the run, and you win a few games, win some playoff games. You don't know what's going to happen. I just, If I'm a fan right now, I'm frustrated and a little... like, Was this negligence? What I mean is... Like, Derrick Henry is going to approach 500 touches this year. Mm-hmm. Is that just hubris? Is that like, just keep running him out, keep running him out. And I, more than anybody, have said he has perfect genetics and perfect training, and he is different. You can't break Well, he's broken. Um, did he need 29 carries against the Chiefs? Well, again, they won by 24 points. They need another 29 against the Jaguars. Again, they won by 18. I know this is armchair injury quarterback, whatever the hell it's called, but like, it's very frustrating that Derrick Henry, like, again, he came back in the game. Does no one say, hold on, this is the franchise. Let's not give him another 30-some carries because we got to get through this season. And I know we get all washed up and he's this unbreakable beast. Well, no, he's not. He's a human being and he's broken. And I find myself frustrated with how much he's been used. And uh, I think they got caught up in it a little bit. And I, I think, think they overused them. When I say seven carries, the only other running back that has any work is a kid that has seven carries. Like, that's not... If you're going to do that and trot him out there, and I know he's been doing all these things that are incredibly yeah. helpful for his body and keeping it and maintaining, but you have to have a backup plan or at least somebody to take some of the workload off of him. They don't have that. They don't. And even, you know, Arthur Smith, who used to run his offense, now the Falcons head coach, says, I call Derek the outlier. Mm-hmm. And we do this thing where we call him an anomaly. And I remember we used to say the same thing about Andrew Luck behind that offensive line, and then he would get killed. Oh, but he's strong. I'm kind of pissed right. I was one of my favorite players in the league, and I think one of the most important players in the league, and I feel like he was broken you by said it. You said it like when we were in the commercial that you know he had 2,000 last year, because 2,000 this year, and he wins three straight rushing titles. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And I don't want to go way dramatic and go down the line, but like he was on pace to have a record-breaking Dickerson season. Dickerson stuff. 937 yeah. so far. Bra- yeah. It's heartbreaking. Stuff. It's all yeah. stuff. Yeah.
All right, Monday morning, break up the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor going to New Jersey to mop the floor with the Jets. Let's see how this one goes. Fourth quarter, though. Hold on now. We got a little competition. 24 to 20. The hell's going on out here? Kyle, they're up 11 with four minutes left on the Jets. I feel good. Who is that? Mike White? That's not a real player. It's a fake Madden player. But hold on a second. 31 to 26. What is this? What? Oh my God, a lightning bolt in New Jersey. That's a big old pick by Shaq Lawson. Attack. What? That's incredible. All right, so they got the ball, but, you know, they jets this up. I sound like Collinsworth all of a sudden. There's no doubt about that. 31-26. Mike White, are you crazy? Tyler Croft, the ex-Bengal, they take the lead. But hold on a second. As Joe Burrow says, what's going on? They went for two. Wow. They ran the Philly special. <laughs> Mike White. It's a great catch. Back 34-31. The Jets win at home and had MetLife jumping. Look at this. Jets quarterbacks throwing from 400 passing yards. Pennington, never. Sanchez, never. Darnold, never. Geno, Fitz, Proud. One for one for Mike Damn White on the same screen as some Jets legends and a Hall of Famer. And afterwards, Bobby Sala feeling it. You know where that game ball was going. Take it away, yeah. Coach. But listen, guys, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. I just got one freaking game ball. 405 yards passing, three touchdowns. <laughs> I really appreciate everybody in this room for not flinching and trusting in me and, and all my teammates. We just did out there and executed. That's all it was. Let's break it down. Hey, enjoy this one, boys. Enjoy this one. Hey, family on three. One, two, three. Family. Who would have guessed? Mike White, Cooper Rush, Geno Smith, and Trevor Simeon, in relief, of course, would lead their teams to wins in Week 8. But here we are. How impressed were we? And how just juiced are we for the Jets right now? <laughs> the noise was getting loud. Like, it was the Sala parade when he was hired, and everything he did was right, and he was going to uh, New York Knicks games and Islander games. He's wearing the jersey, and everyone was all in on Sala. Well, after you lose 53-14 to 14 last week against the Patriots, it's... What is Robert Sala? What is Mike LaFleur? What's Joe Douglas doing? Who are these players? It's very, very distracting when there's all that noise going on while you're talking. And then, all of a sudden, this thing happens and it's, okay, we can breathe. We can take it. We're young. We're gritty. We're going to fight for this coach. And I was on a flight yesterday, and it was from L.A. to New York, okay. and I don't know who's watching, but there's TVs on, and when that pick was done by Shaq Lawson, the entire airplane was, awesome. ah! and I'm like, all right, everyone's watching the Jets and rooting for the Jets. What? Okay. Awesome. They weren't watching Squid they were, Game? No, they were not watching Squid Game. They were not watching Bridgerton. They were not watching any of that. It was the Jets. So for one week, let's take a breath. Let's enjoy Jets. Enjoy it. Have a moment. And then we'll go on to that. This is the solo experience we this were promised. What, that's what we thought. This is what we were told, enthusiasm and game balls and all that. Look. They beat the Titans. Yep. They beat the Bengals. They're like a weird team. that's good. They're very weird. And also, like, all of a sudden very scary. I don't know. We're gonna digest this Mike White thing all week. <laughs> but like that team got really fired up to play for that dude. And there is a danger in that. I didn't think I was gonna be saying that this year or this decade. I don't wanna play the Jets right now, because I don't wanna lose to them, and they're afraid of nothing, apparently. Peter, the whole plane went crazy <laughs> watching a football game. Wild. What do you think, Sean? They're biscuit the cookies plane. in the air. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the stadium was going nuts. They were chanting his name. Uh, I mean, you think back, you know, like just a couple years ago on Halloween, we were listening to Sam Darnold talk about he's seeing ghosts out there. Now we got Mike Effing White, which is what they were chanting. <laughs> is that what they were chanting? Yes. He's got is that a, what they were chanting? They were chanting like that. that. The stadium. That, Jets fans were, were going full ham. It was Halloween. There was a lot of Laffy Taffy out there, along with some beverages. Yep. But okay. 
I, I mean, how can you not be excited for Jets fans after getting shellacked last week and then to come back sure. and that with a back quarterback? I needed I needed a full screen with Kevin Cobb on it this morning. We just that was it. I, just, we I needed one. it. When I will say this. It, you get it. Because I feel like I've lived in New York a long enough time, Peter. You said we're going to chew on Mike White all week. Why? Well, no. they play Thursday night. They play against the Colts mm-hmm. wow. on Thursday night. This is Mike White week, isn't it? Uh-huh. So I'm going to ask this. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds. Knowing fully that it's too early to ask this, but this is what sports radio will be, knowing that it's absolutely going to stress Jets fans, I ask you, if Mike White does it again on national television on Thursday Night Football, do we have a little conversation? Are you kidding? We're already having it now. Like, they're uh, done with Zach. Like, yes, 400 yards. It was on the Sunday overnight shows. Yeah, for sure. They're already rebranding it, Kyle. It's Thursday White Football. Yeah, I know. That's not what I'm asking. I'm saying, are we going to have a situation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, We have it. Jeff fans want White. They're not done Yeah, I think it was on the overnight shows last night, but Thursday night's a big game. No Dak, no problem for the Cowboys. we got highlights next hour. We'll be back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Steelers go into Cleveland right. without a kicker. It's AFC North, man. And they go, and not only do they beat the Browns, they jump them in the standings after Cleveland had that huge win last week against Denver with Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. 15 to 10. Big Ben, winners of three straight. What do you got to say? We can't worry or control what's going on out there. You know, we dug ourselves enough of a hole that we've got to find a way to get out of it. And we we can't worry about anything but us and and what we can control, and that's trying to win football games. We came on the road against a really good football team, and we won the game. And so, you know, that's kind of just one step at a time. That's what we have to do. I think we still see three of these AFC North teams, guys, in the playoffs. I do. But I'd like to know which team you think will take control of the AFC North streaks. I would like to first address the uh, the uh, elephant in the room. Which last, is? last week was Bengals week here on Good Morning. Woo-hoo! Okay, you were wearing the shirt. Yes. I was Yee-hee! coming in saying I'd rather have Burrow than Lamar Jackson. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and Shaw were all yeah, very in on the Bengals. It was a great win, what they did to Baltimore. Good teams have to keep on winning. They were up 11 points with with four minutes left to go against the one-win Jets and Mike White, and they lost. Mm-mm-mm. And I, they were down early. They they did have two picks early of Mike White. 
For the Bengals to lose this game, and I know there was a controversial penalty. I get it. On third down, when you get the Mike Hilton, I get it, Bengals I don't want to hear it. I don't either, Kay. You need to beat the Jets. When you're up 11 points with four minutes left to go against a one-win team with a backup quarterback who has never seen a light of day as a starter in the NFL, you win these games. So if the question here on this segment is who's the best team in the AFC North, I'll tell you who I'm not crowning this week. It's the Bengals. And I not only did it on this show, I did it on Colin Coward's show. I went everywhere else. Survivor, your pick. I picked them in Survivor. I was all in on the Bengals. But that's the NFL. Any given Sunday. And don't crown a team that hasn't done squat when it matters yet. I learned the lesson. Bengals, get your act together. Come and, on, and guys. And Bengals defense, I'd like a word. Yes. I'd like a word. 405 Mike, yards. Mike White really week tough. here on the program. Really tough. What do you think, yeah, No Sean? doubt about it. I love that you're channeling your inner Denny, Denny Green. If you yes. want to crown them. Uh-huh. Uh, to your point, Kay, this Bengals defense, what the heck happened? You know, last week they were it was the Hall of Frame and the Bengals were running away <laughs> with the division. It was Jamar Chase doing all this. And the Bengals defense stifled Lamar Jackson. And then it's just a clunker uh, against the Jets. You mentioned the two interceptions. Those are both tip passes, too, yeah. by Mike White. So it wasn't even like they created them. I just I don't know what to think about this division. And it, this offseason, the whole hype was with the Cleveland Browns. It was, oh, my gosh. So Joe, true. Kareem Hunt. Oh, my gosh. Jarvis, OBJ, Baker. And yet they've lost three in a row. Odell Beckham has as many costumes as he had catches in this okay. game. And I, I just I don't get it. I, I mean, I thought Odell Beckham was going to be featured in this offense and it was going to be splash play and big plays and big catches and it's just not happening and you know it's not all on OBJ it's you know it's it's Baker yeah, it's the offense sick. but you know the Browns right now who I thought absolutely were going to be contenders uh, just their offense is, is contested. got tricks. Baker's lost three in a row but case one on Thursday night do you question the decision to go with Baker in this game? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, Baker's the, the starter. I, I think here's the one thing that's tough. Like, it's it's great when you're a player and you, you're you tough and you play through injuries. Here's what sucks. When you don't practice. Yeah. When you're a quarterback and you're banged up and you don't practice, mm-hmm. it shows up. It's, it's hard. Like, other positions, you could get away with not practicing, not having the timing, not having that rhythm. When you're a quarterback and you're missing practice, man, that's crucial. The, well, inside look. the mind of Shregs and Baker Mayfield. Enough <laughs> about the poor, unfortunate Cleveland Browns. Who cares? <laughs> Let's talk about the rich and prosperous Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Yeah. They haven't lost in over a month. They're good. They were one and three. Like, oh, they're over. I'll never forget. When the whole world got turned upside down back last March, I texted my dad and I'm like, Dad, I'm kind of worried about, you know, the stock market and all this. Should I like move money and all that? And my dad texts back with American flag emojis saying, never give up on Uncle Sam. <laughs> I was like, what a dad thing to say. Never give up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are the U.S. stock he, market. Does he live in this country? Yeah. <laughs> He's in California, which is having a hell of a year. I don't know about um, that. It's the Steelers. You never give up on them. They're the Uncle they, one and three, okay? It's over. Roethlisberger's done. Uh, Tomlin's going to go to USC. All sorts of nonsense. Yeah, Tomlin, we trust. They haven't lost since. They just beat Cleveland like they used to be. 15 to 10. That's a Steelers win right there. I absolutely love it. You guys want to know who they're playing next? Steelers next. Play the Bears. Then have Steelers after that play the Lions. Yeah. The Steelers guys are going to be 6-3. and three. Yeah. And We're going to wake up and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be 6-3 and three and sitting there driving in the left-hand lane. Baltimore, Schmaltimore. Right now it's about <laughs> Pittsburgh. They won yesterday and they haven't lost in over a month. You can't Baltimore, Schmaltimore. Yes, I can. Even just, you can't. We can't do that. Even despite the loss to the Bengals, who's the most complete team in this division? It's the Ravens. Who do I think is going to get it done? Probably it's the Ravens. But I will point out this to be schedule girl here on the Monday. Mm. They've got 
got a bit of a soft schedule okay. coming up, and then things get really tough. This is how it wraps up, guys. At Steelers, at Browns, Packers, at Bengals, Rams, and then they finish up with the Steelers again at home. That is an insane mm. run to finish your season, Baltimore. So get yourself some wins now and keep it going. All right, yeah, let's yeah, take yeah, a look yeah, at the yes. power rankings from NFL.com heading into this week. Those top two teams, Cardinals, Bucks, both taking losses in week eight. We will have the power rankings guru, Dan Hansen, on the show tomorrow. But for right now, gents, who should be ranked numero uno in the power rankings this week? What do you got? Give me the Rams. I'm going to the Rams. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, they've, they've got one loss. It was to Arizona. We see, uh, you know, we remember that. And they've had two cakewalks. They played the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans. But when you look at the offense and what Matt Stafford's doing uh, and, and this offense with McVay, I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was going to work out like this for them. When they traded for Matt Stafford, it was like, all right, fine. They're, you know, they're still going to be the same Rams offense. No, they're, they're, they're different. Their defense is different. I tell you what, I don't think anybody wants to play the Rams right now. They don't want, they can't cover that guy, Cooper Cup, and the way the defense is playing too, with Aaron Donald up front, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey in the back end. I'll, I'll go Rams number one right now. Mm, the Rams number one. I saw that our boy Hansis was already like, you know, taking Alka Seltzer about having to do them this week because it's Man, really hard. This is tough. It's very tough. I mean, the Rams is a great answer. They're incredible, and yet I pose a question: How about them? Cowboys? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I think Dallas Cowboys right now are the awesome. best team in the league. And, of course, it could be some other ones. But they have number one offense in football, and that is even after last night, which means the Cooper Rush started the game for them, and they still have the number one offense in football. Uh, you didn't see in the highlights, Tony Pollard was run, running tough again yesterday, Zeke Elliott, all that. They haven't lost in seven weeks. Mm-hmm. They lost in the weird A opening game that is always strange to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in which they never attempted to run. And yet, I'm just going to go intangible. It's all coming together. They feel like they have it. There's a mojo about them that I've not seen since the 90s. I think they may end up with the defensive rookie of the year and potentially the defensive player of the year on the same defensive unit that Peter called last year so many times. What? Putrid. Putrid. I don't know if there's a better team in the league right now. I really don't. And we can do backflips about Cooper Rush, and that's great. It's a great story for today. It's Dak. It's Dak. He's a top three guy, and I think he plays on the number one team in the Niffle, the Dallas Cowboys. What's the world coming to? Okay, if there was a playoff game tomorrow. Go on. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. And it's your number one Dallas Cowboys. i got to change my answer already. And either they're traveling (laughs) to this place or they're hosting. Are the Packers not favored in that game? The Packers have now won six straight games. Rodgers owns the Cowboys. They just did it against the Cardinals in Arizona without their top three wide receivers and all pro left tackle and all pro cornerback. And Josh Myers, the center. it's, it's, It's special what they did on Thursday night. It should not be forgotten because it's a Monday. And I feel like the Packers, they get everyone back. Like, those guys aren't out for the season. Bakhtiari is coming back. MVS is coming back. Devontae Adams is coming back. And yeah. the, 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 the rewards of winning on that Thursday night means that you can enjoy a Halloween on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So all season long, we've been wondering what Rodgers was going to go as for Halloween. And <laughs> is he that said, what we're doing? Yeah. He said... <laughs> He said on the Pat McAfee show, it was somebody who was a hero of mine and has longish hair. We have our answer. Mm -hmm. Here is Aaron Rodgers' Halloween costume. Can't wait. Okay. He goes as John Wick. Not Jesus Christ. John Wick, the Keanu Reeves character. He goes as an assassin. Mm -hmm. That is it. That's a number one guy in the power rankings. I'll go around the table. Kyle, did it live up to the expectations? We talked about it all month long. What's Rodgers going to be? We get a... Keanu Reeves yeah. Halloween costume. Yeah. All right. The recreations were very good. The shots that he published would look exactly like he did the dog thing. Oh, he had a High production vibe. 
Personally, I'm disappointed because I'm not even joking. I honestly thought he was going to be Scott Stapp from Creed. And I, so I'm disappointed about that because I thought that would have brought the house down. But with Rogers, there's always like a message there. You know, there's always the sec- And the whole John Wick thing is like, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Like, that's his line. There's some sort of message there about you wronged me and I'm burning the world down. So I respect that part. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is, it, is the hero John Wick, and I haven't seen the movies, or is it Keanu Reeves? How do you mean? I just think maybe that's the hero because he's just dressing like one of Keanu Reeves' characters. Oh, maybe the entity that is Keanu oh, Reeves. Oh, I see. Who's very like, mm. you know, yes. hippy dippy. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, maybe so. In a way, very and reclusive like, and quiet. Yeah, maybe it, that's the that, vibe. That would have been a tough choice then if it was about Nothing Keanu Reeves. Nothing he dressed you know, as could Johnny possibly Utah. have yeah. lived uh, up to the hype. Yeah, Nothing. I would have thought he'd go point break and go Johnny Utah. See, I would have think Bill so. Keanu Reeves. But then someone has to be Bill. Hero and long hair. Who's Bill? You think Big Dog is Bill? I'm sorry, Sean. What did you say? Well, he said long hair. Yeah. And his hero. I thought he was going to go as David Bakhtiari. Oh, that yeah. That's perfect. Is a funny costume. Give your boy some shout out. Give him some love. What yeah. could he have been that would have lived up? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Well, that was Burleson's thought that he's growing his hair out to, to actually be Christ, and that is <laughs> quite across the bear. Um, but I don't know. I guess he could have been something in the league, like. If he dressed up as uh, Tom Brady or something, like that would have blown everybody away. Oh, but he never would have done that. The long hair is what was throwing us off. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I, so I don't, now I don't does he cut it? Next question. I don't know. Are we getting rid of the hair? If he cuts it, that means he went. He did an entirely different John Wick. So now he can't cut it to one. They haven't lost with the cheaper. hair. Yeah. I also, I said this earlier last week, I think when he came out in his first ever NFL action, <laughs> he had the long hair. I think he's bookending his Green Bay thing this here. This is symbolic. This is how I came in, and this is how I'm going out. No, maybe his segue, he wants to be an action yeah, I do. star. That's that, maybe that was an audition to be in Hollywood. I think that's my theory. With Rodgers, you have to go deeper. It's yeah. on the surface. Watch. the next level. I'm a, every team you guys pick to be number one is mm-hmm. from the NFC. That's interesting. Yeah. All NFC teams, and you could add in the defending champion, Bucks, who obviously lost yesterday. Cardinals still sort of in the mix, even though they lost to Green Bay. I don't know. Interesting. NFC at the top. Uh, we'll see what Dan Hansen says really tomorrow. Good. Buffalo's, really, Buffalo's good. really good. really good. They have a say. for a minute. Yeah. And they weren't against Tennessee when Derrick Henry had 300 yards but against them. But they're still yeah. winning. Pratt Firemuth toe drag touchdown yesterday. Nate Burleson will be here. I want his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' costume. That is some Tupac via Bruce Hornsby. Pat's the way it is. That's they have it. The way they have it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It wouldn't be a Monday after morning football without little Nate Burleson. So let's welcome back one of our favorite triple threats in the entire world, a CBS Mornings co-host, contributor to the NFL Today as well as NFL Network. He knew Boomer would be kind of scared when he was uh, on the set of CBS getting spooked and pranked, but I think that he denied that he was scared at all. Nathaniel Eugene Burleson. Hey, 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 what's up, Nate? What's up, Nate? Hey. What's up? How y'all doing? Y'all good? It's good to see y'all. What's up? Oh. GMFB fam. What's up, baby? <laughs> Hey. Nate, uh, one of my favorite facts about you, people are always like, how does he have so much energy? Uh-huh. It's wild that you don't drink coffee. Uh-huh. The f- three of us chug coffee, and you're always over there drinking, like, a tea or water or something. But speaking of coffee, even though you don't drink it, I want to talk espresso moments of the week. Um, I'm with oh Ty Johnson, God. all right? Did you guys see Ty Johnson? This was one of the <laughs> best plays of the week, all right? So he catches <laughs> it out of the backfield, and he just tells the line this is almost a little toe drag swag. He's going to walk the line like Johnny Cash. And I thought initially that he might have stepped out. But then after I saw it in slow motion, I realized that this was some of the fanciest footwork. I always say that football is a cross between, you know, brute force and pure athleticism. And I just I just feel like this play right here, it, it kind of captures that definition. Yeah, Ty Johnson, Johnson getting up, up the sideline and then... Oh, my gosh. All right, see, you guys are not focused on the Monday morning, all right? I need you to get it together right now. I'm trying to be serious. Ty Johnson, my espresso moment. Yeah, you, for <laughs> let's, sure. Let's bring it back on the rails here. We got a train to go here. Okay. Espresso moment we do. We also love doing game balls, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, means mm-hmm. a player, a coach, yeah. or a, a unit, a room wins a game ball. Nate, who gets your game ball for week number eight? Okay, I'm going to give it to a guy that balled out. And I think, I think some didn't expect it. How about Geno Smith? Geno Smith, yeah, okay. the former Jet. I mean, Russell Wilson wasn't playing. Now, I don't know if you were paying attention to this game. I was watching it live, and it was one completion after another, after another, after another. He got to 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 straight completions. He was on fire. And I don't care who it's against. You can say, oh, well, it's the Jags defense. Listen, when you're playing football, you got to go out there and do your job. And he did it to the best of his ability. Got his team off to a fast start. Uh, uh, That high point ball to um, DK Metcalf, one of the best balls of the season so far. So shout out to Geno Smith, who has been through a lot. And as a number two quarterback behind Russell Wilson, I think this weekend he proved that he still has a lot of football left. They love that you're giving Geno some love and that throw absolutely to DK Metcalf had some toe drag swag in it. I'm just curious, does anybody but receivers get this award? Can other positions play a part in this? No doubt about it. Listen, we've had some uh, DBs get it. Uh, You know, of course, some running backs get it. But this weekend, it's all about Fryermuth, baby. Come on, did you guys see Pat Fryermuth? Uh, Peter Schrager was just showing us the highlights. He said, let's get right to it. Well, let's get right to it. It's fourth and goal. Big Ben throws it up, helmet or higher, as we like to say in the red zone, because he's going to go up, grab it with his hands, ball is tipped. See, his eyes stay focused on the rock, and then he drags that left foot while being thrown down. 
in a moment that matters in this game. This is one of the best catches I've seen. So shout out to Pat Fryermuth. What? What was that? What was that coaching point on that? What or higher? Helmet or higher? Helmet or Helmet higher? Helmet or higher. That's good coaching right there. That's the man. Yeah. Got to throw uh, it up Nate. so you can get it. Nate, so were you showing your tea on television? Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> Cheers. I, that was cool. I make some cool. There you go, Kyle. the tea, sharing the tea. Kyle. Sorry. I, yeah, many go, times Kyle. I've secured the bag, Nate. Don't worry about it. See ya. Oh, cringe, Let's get out of here. cringe. Thanks, Nate. Hot, we'll talk Nate. to you later this week. Time for Good Morning Football mm -hmm. Game Balls. Top performers of the week in your personal opinion, Sean. Who deserves some love? Saints defense gets a game ball. I thought they bailed out Sean Payton from his poor time management. Bailed him out. Look, I, I think he should have run the football, and you don't give that ball back to Tom Brady without much time. But the defense bailed him out. And specifically, shout out to Quan Alexander. Okay. He came yeah. off IR last week. Revenge game. Right? He got, gets the first sack of the season against his former team. So for Quan, uh, I, I know that that was a little bit sweet. We had heard from Jameis leading up to it about him playing. Uh, Jameis talked about playing his former team, and he said, look, I'll put all that behind it. But Quan, obviously, a big play for him. Good win. Right, I'm up already? Oh my gosh, I was scrambling because I'm so blown away by this. I'm going to give the game ball to Mike White. Give me my man, Mike White. Let's show the United States of America who Mike White is. There he is. That's the guy. So do you know who we're looking at? That's Mike White, who is this great director who created the White Lotus, and he's all over every different thing from uh, School, of School of Rock and Chuck and Buck, and he was on the Amazing Race one year. You Google Mike White 24 hours ago, that's the picture that comes up. Okay. Now, you get the Jets quarterback, who, you should have heard the Jets players talking about this guy afterwards. They're saying, because we got Mike bleeping white and we will fight and nobody can beat us with Mike White. There was something crazy that happened in MetLife Stadium yesterday in which a team found its identity yep. with this quarterback out of nowhere. We know Zach Wilson's the guy and moving forward, but man, what an unbelievable win, including him getting a Philly special touchdown catch. Same as Robert Sal. I'm giving my game ball to Mike White, not the director. I'm giving it to the quarterback. And look at this. Kevin Most Cobb. passing yards in first career start in NFL history. Cam Newton, Mike White, Kevin Cobb. So basically two people ever have had yeah. 400 yards in their debut. <laughs> Cam Newton and Mike White. Nobody had more passing yards so <laughs> far. Awesome. We'll see what uh, Patrick Mahomes and Daniel Jones do this evening. Uh, I'm going to give my game ball to Sean Payton. Dennis Allen obviously deserves one, but we underrate him year in, year out. He's been down this road before. Bring it mentality, losing a starting quarterback, having to go with a backup. I don't know that there's a better coached team holistically and fully on all sides of the ball in all phases than what Sean Payton does with these guys. Up against the defending Super Bowl champs, he crushes Brady. He's his kryptonite, which I love. And you can say whatever you want, Twitter and <laughs> Sean O'Hara, about Peyton deciding to throw at the end of the game. You know what else? You don't you don't run on this team. You don't even Evan Kamara had a nice game. You don't run on the Bucks. He went for their throat. I think he trusts his defense. I, I think he would do the same thing nine out of ten out of ten times if you asked him again. And guess what? It worked out. And he did it with Trevor Simeon. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's been able to do. And I think we should be talking about him as a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, and you also don't want to see him on a holiday. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah. yeah. Showed it. He's yeah. undefeated. Yeah. There we go. I wasn't watching. I was so looking, cool. I was glaring at Sean about mm -hmm. his criticism of Sean Payton at the end there as they won the game. Yeah, he's 6-0 actually. On Halloween, I don't know where that three and zero comes from. Six and zero guys, uh, all together, or maybe that's that's what it is. He's yeah. six and zero, undefeated. Um, so maybe there's a holiday this weekend that we can decide that. I'd he like can to see him on. play on President's Day weekend this year. Our Groundhog's Day. Day? Pull that one. Maybe a little February, maybe Valentine's yeah. Day. Mm. What do you There's got, a game trades? in LA around there. Um, 
like Jimmy that, G is the number one trending topic in San Francisco for the last few weeks. And okay. it's not a good thing. Jimmy G has not played up to billing. He has not goes into Chicago and Jimmy G won that game for them last night. Yeah, it was awesome. Jimmy G was awesome in his hometown and doing this against a Bears team. It almost like calls off the dogs a little bit. And I'll tell you something, watching Garoppolo. He, he felt it, he wanted it, and like he had a different energy this week than he's had in recent weeks. Fired up on the sidelines, talking on Got the it. sidelines. Him and McGlinchey after the game were like, were like chest bumping. This play's great. This play is a rushing touchdown from Jimmy G, who has been plagued with injuries over the last couple of years. And look how far Yeah, he Jimmy! Spikes the ball. This is another read option. And like for Kyle Shanahan, who everyone assumes hates Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, that one went in For Kyle Shanahan to give a game ball to Jimmy G afterwards, uh -huh. I think it's fair for our show to give a game ball to Jimmy G afterwards. We haven't talked Niners on this show. Mm -hmm. That playoff picture, like you showed earlier, six teams, Saints included, are right in there. That seventh spot is very weird. The Niners are still very much alive mm -hmm. in the NFC playoff picture. Jimmy G kept them in that contest. Jimmy G, game ball. Brandon awesome. Ayuk, Debo has been such a bright yeah. spot. Awesome Elijah Mitchell looked good again yesterday. Jamichael Casey, maybe they get some of those running backs back. Yeah, Niners a team to watch that? out for. Well, so we're back on Good Morning Football with the news, and Tom Brady has done it all in his career. The one thing he hasn't done is throwing a pick six with two minutes to go in a regular season game. He hasn't done that until yesterday. P.J. Williams, the safety of the Saints, came up with the interception and the history-making moment, if you will. Williams ended up talking one-on-one -on -one with our Jane Slater about the accomplishment. Going into this game, I, I wanted to pick off Brady. You know, he wanted the best quarterbacks that ever played the game. So I was talking to my granddad and my, my family, and it was like, man, we want to bring home a Brady ball. So uh, it definitely meant a lot to me. And, and I didn't know he never threw a pick six in the last two minutes. So, hey, that make it even better. Meanwhile, a legend was born in New York on Sunday. Jets backup quarterback Mike White leading Gang Green to the win over the Bengals in his first career start. The former Western Kentucky QB via South Florida throwing for 405 yards and three touchdowns. White, an instant Jets legend. If you don't believe me, just ask his running back, Ty Johnson. I think White. All right? he, said no, he said no cursing, but yeah, it's, it's Mike effing White. All right, like, let's... Put it to bed. It's Mike F and White. He's a savage. He's a dog. He's an animal. I said it on Monday. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. He's a dog. He's an animal. Let's keep it like that. Week 8 wraps up with the Giants heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs for some Monday Night Football. What are we looking forward to in this game? Trey, go. Giants won last week. They beat the Panthers, and there was a little hop in their step. They look good. And the Chiefs are wounded, beaten down beatable team right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I look at Kadarius Tony, and I say to Kadarius Tony, if he's watching our show this morning, have yourself a day, young man. He is expected to be back in the lineup. He had been missing time with it. The last time we saw him, he was throwing punches in Dallas. But he is one of the most explosive, electric young talents in the league. These moves that he had in the New Orleans game were only doubled against Dallas, where he had another big game. Oof. I think Tony might give the Chiefs defense fits. Honestly, I don't even think it's that big an upside. They're a double-digit underdog. This is the week of the underdog. Eight underdogs have won outright already this week. Wow. Finish the job, Giants. Mm. Kadarius Tony, go into Kansas City. <laughs> have yourself a night, my friend, on Tony the national is an stage. An experience.
He Dregs, is. Dregs, I love you going there. And I think if you're going to beat the Chiefs, you've got to have some explosive plays. No doubt with Saquon Barkley injured right now, Tony is their most explosive player. He's phenomenal. So you've got to find a way to get him open. And to me, I'm looking forward to seeing Jason Garrett piggyback off of that great Carolina game. Look, for weeks they were talking about Jason Garrett, you know, stale. The offense is not going anywhere. And he dialed up some phenomenal plays, one of them which we we actually have in the Hall of Frame with Daniel Jones with the touchdown mm -hmm. catch. Yeah. Or, excuse me, the catch from, from the running one back. One-handed receiver. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the challenge. And, and so it's Jason Garrett. Look, don't try to, to to worry about we've got to keep up with Mahomes and we've got to be an early attack, but you've got to keep them on their toes and you've got to find a way to be creative and create some plays for Tony as well as for Devontae Booker. This is one of these crazy conversations if we'd had in August. Who's more likely to throw a back-breaking interception tonight? <laughs> Is it Daniel Jones or is it Patrick Mahomes? Crazy. At this point, it's probably Mahomes. I want a clean game from Pat Mahomes. Face of the league, maybe. Future of the sport. Like, too many turnovers. Too many dumb turnovers. Too many ugly turnovers. I know this is very negative, but, like, we need Patrick Mahomes. We want Mahomes to be Mahomes. Please be smart with the ball. Like, you do you. I don't know how to tell you to play the position. I just know this. It's ugly lately. You lead the league in turnovers, so don't do it again. The stakes are pretty big for you tonight, sweetheart. Talk about it. We got our survival pool. Oh. I picked the Chargers to take down the Patriots. Why wouldn't I? Coming off rest at home in L.A., they lost. Schrager picked the Bengals. Why wouldn't he? Over the woeful Jets. Wow, Kyle. And Kyle, it all comes down to this. Just, just, just gotta, just gotta hit for for average here, Kyle. Gotta... Just one right in the middle. Hold, sir. Club down. Just do like a seven iron right in the middle of the fairway. You win by one point. You're good. Little 24-21 Chiefs win, and I am in the victory circle. What did we agree on was gonna be the winning and the wager for this bet? That's right. I like it spicy. Throw me down, Chiefs. This is Good Morning Football. So as much Laffy Taffy as you've eaten, we could have all the beef jerky. Is that right? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.